Welcome, everyone, to the 11th episode of Metaphysical Musings. My name is Tina Dubois, and I'm your host for the show, the founder of Metaphysical School, a soul purpose embodiment and intuitive awakenings coach, as well as a teacher and student of various metaphysical topics. Today's episode is going to be a little different than usual, as I was recently invited to participate in a wonderful speaker series called the Anxiety Relief Summit, hosted by Laura Levitt. In it, I shared three energy-based techniques for anxiety relief and reducing energetic overwhelm. I had such a lovely time during my interview with Laura that I wanted to share it with you too, so today's episode is going to feature that recording. Before I begin my interview with Laura, I thought I'd share a little more about her and her Anxiety Relief Summit. Laura has trained in many energy healing modalities and as a transformational coach. She helps her clients get unstuck and back into action by uncovering and clearing stress and anxiety, limiting beliefs, and the unconscious blocks to success and happiness. In her own journey, she found great stress relief, improved health issues, and personal growth using EFT and has been using tapping as one of her main techniques ever since for herself and her clients. Laura is a natural teacher and intuitive healer. She is passionate about helping people reduce stress and anxiety, be more confident, and open to greater possibilities. She lives in Alberta, Canada, and her greatest joy is to play and laugh and do things with her children and grandchildren, which she is blessed to have living close by. She organized and hosted the Anxiety Relief Summit with 26 experts sharing their experiences and solutions to help you regain peace and calm and confidently move forward. In my interview for the summit, I share my story about my greatest anxiety, as well as three energy-based techniques I learned and use for both anxiety relief and reducing energetic overwhelm, which is a common and often overlooked cause of anxiety. And before I wrap up the show, I'll share how you can access the entire Anxiety Relief Summit, which is still available for purchase as of the time I'm recording this. Now, on to my interview with Laura Levitt for her Anxiety Relief Summit. Hey, thank you for being here. Before we start talking, let me share a little bit with our listeners about you. Okay? Excellent. All right. Tina Dubois is a founder of the Medical Metaphysical School, an education and community website helping intuitive souls awaken with ease, embody their soul purpose, and realize their intuitive dreams so that they can feel more peace, more joy, more fulfillment in all aspects of their life. Tina teaches and coaches a variety of metaphysical topics, including soul purpose embodiment, intuitive awakening, crystal healing, and empath skills. As an intuitive empath, she has a fierce passion for learning, as well as sharing tools and techniques for helping sensitives to function and flourish as an often overwhelming world. Tina comes to us from British Columbia, Canada. So again, welcome, Tina. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Do you want to just dive right into my PowerPoint presentation that I've prepared for today? Absolutely. I think it's going to cover all the questions I had. And if it doesn't, I'm going to ask them along the way. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. So let me bring up my presentation. Wonderful. Okay. So today I am super excited to share with you and all of our listeners three energy-based techniques for anxiety relief and also reducing energetic overwhelm. Nice. So I, I want to start with a little bit about me and some of my story and share what was the greatest cause of my anxiety throughout, you know, the last 20 years or so. And I want to share that the biggest cause of anxiety for me was energetic overwhelm. And what caused my energetic overwhelm was waking up one morning, an intuitive empath. So to give a little bit of context into this story, in 2009, I was going to my first year of vet school and I was chasing my dream, my childhood dream of becoming a veterinarian. And this was, you know, in my 
early 30s. <laughs> so I'd had some schooling before that. And it was all going well until one day I was doing an exercise with the rest of my class with some horses. And the horse that I was working on was none too pleased about being worked on. And so there was a little bit of a struggle between us. And during that struggle, I suffered a severe and very debilitating back injury. So because of that injury, I could no longer go to vet school, <laughs> which was sad at the time, but um, I couldn't feel the muscles in the back of one of my legs, so I couldn't walk without a cane. I couldn't sit because the pain in my lower back was so intense that I couldn't sit for any length of time. Uh, so I laid down for well over a year and a half. Um, I couldn't drive because I couldn't sit in order to actually drive the car. I couldn't walk my dogs. I couldn't go to the grocery store because I couldn't lift anything. I was basically homebound and couch bound for a year and a half. And about a year after, a year and a half after my injury, um, after having gone to all of the specialists and all of the massage therapists and going to see everybody and having, you know, basically exhausted Western medicine's um, uh, healing techniques, I had been on prescription narcotics, uh, painkillers for over a year. I was on prescription anti-inflammatories and I was not getting better. And after a year and a half, a friend of mine suggested maybe that I should go see his energy healer. And you have to understand that at the time I was a huge skeptic because not only had I gone to vet school, but before vet school, I had two science degrees. So I have a master's degree in neuroscience. And when somebody says to me, maybe you should see an energy healer, I was like, I just, I don't know. But at the time, I had nothing else to lose. Like, I couldn't do anything and Western medicine was not helping. So I went to this energy healer and her name was Jan Silverthorne. And she is a practitioner of body talk and quantum healing and crystal healing. And I went to the session and after the session, I remember, I remember thinking, she didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. And I didn't think anything of significance happened. But at the end of the appointment, Jan also gave me one of the crystals that we had worked with during the session, and I still have it. And it is this tiny, innocuous, not overly attractive, it's attractive to me, but maybe not to most people. It just looks like a brown, mostly clear rock. But um, I was so enamored by this rock for whatever reason that I slept with it in my hand that night after my energy healing session. And the next day, the next morning, I woke up an intuitive empath. My entire life was changed. I didn't even know that intuitive empath was the term for it. I just knew that I could now feel other people's energy, other people's emotions, and other people's pain as if it were my own. I had a whole bunch of new intuitive information that I didn't know how it was coming in, how it was working. Um, I knew things that other people did not know. I knew things that I should not have known because there was no evidence of it. Because when you're a science geek like me, you depend on evidence. There wasn't anything, but I knew. I knew things. And so eventually I figured out that, I, that the term for what I was experiencing was intuitive empath. And so during that time, after I woke up an intuitive empath, I suffered from quite a bit of energetic overwhelm. And what that means is that I had a lot of different kinds of symptoms. So energetic overwhelm can present in different ways. And so when mentally overwhelmed, I would experience brain fog or memory loss. I couldn't remember things. I had a lot of difficulty making decisions. Or most of the time, I was emotionally overwhelmed. And I would experience random or unexplained mood swings. And I had complex emotional confusion because I couldn't tell what was my emotions and what was somebody else's. I was very quick to cry. Basically, I was a teary mess <laughs> for 
quite a while after this intuitive awakening. Or sometimes I would be emotionally numb or totally shut down. Just so you know, because of this intuitive awakening, uh, I did figure out some things about my back injury and that it wasn't only physical. In order to heal my back, I needed to heal on a spiritual level. And so this is what the intuitive awakening helped me to understand, that I wasn't living my sole purpose and I was denying a huge part of who I was, which was the intuitive part. And after this intuitive awakening, my back started to heal. But then I also had to deal with this energetic overwhelm. And so also during that year, I dealt with a lot of physical symptoms due to the energetic overwhelm, which was feeling burnt out and experiencing other unexplained health issues like gut issues and other stuff that happened, persistent pain and chronic fatigue. Again, this some of it was back injury and some of it was energetic overwhelm. And sometimes I just felt a lack of motivation to even get out of bed some days. And what eventually happened to me was being, I was chronically overwhelmed. I was afraid to leave my house. I didn't want to be around people. I had extreme social anxiety and I hid from my friends, my family, especially crowds. And there was a lot of times where I just kind of hid from life in general. And I wanted to share that all of these symptoms that I've shared, the mental, emotional, physical, and the chronic overwhelm of symptoms of energetic overwhelm very, very closely parallel the symptoms of anxiety. So I had both. I had extreme social anxiety. I didn't want to leave my house. And I had this energetic overwhelm. But thankfully, what I did with this energetic overwhelm was I eventually figured out that I had to put my research degree learned research skills to use. And that's what I did for the next well, basically 10 years, <laughs> 10 years since I've been researching all the tools, techniques, solutions that I could find that would help me with my anxiety and also reducing energetic overwhelm. And so today I want to share with you three of the energy-based techniques that I used religiously during that first year as when I woke up an intuitive empath and many, many of them I still use because they are such easy and simple techniques that you can do almost anytime, anywhere um, to help you release anxiety and reduce energetic overwhelm. So let's get started. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. I'm excited to learn it because um, lots of time with, with anxiety, it, it, we are so overloaded with energy that it's hard to pinpoint what the issue is when it's a swirling, swirling um, you know, it's, like, it's kind of like watching a tornado and trying to pinpoint whether there's, you know, like a piece of wood floating around in, in that swirling mess. Totally, totally, exactly. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of people wouldn't think to go the energy route to relieve an emotional issue like anxiety. But what I found was they are intricately connected. And mm -hmm. so one of the ways that we can help our anxiety is to energetic self-care really and so these techniques are part of energetic self-care okay so the first technique that i want to share is called personal energy clearing and what is it personal energy clearing is when you daily or nightly cleanse your personal personal energetic field and how does it help what this does is it releases unwanted energy absorbed throughout the day, returning your energetic field to just your energy. So what can happen with a lot of intuitive people, sensitives, with empaths in particular, is our energy fields can be kind of spongy, which is a term that one of my very good friends introduced to me and I just took it because it really, it really kind of conveys that our energetic fields are sponges and we absorb other people's energy throughout the day. And the other thing the personal energy clearing does is it resets your energetic threshold to its minimum level. So after going through your day and absorbing energy, and you don't even have to be around other people, 
can just be, you know, like other people in your house maybe, but it can also be, you know, other emotions that you pick up throughout the day, maybe talking to someone on the phone, texting, social media, whatever it is, right? So our energy fields can pick up a lot of energy. And so I have three techniques to share for personal energy clearing. The first one is the easiest one, and I still do it religiously whenever I have a shower. It's elemental clearing with water. So what you do is you, when you are standing in the shower, which is the easiest way to do it. Or you can do it by holding your hands under running water. And this could be under a tap or it can be out in nature with, a, with your hands in a stream or in a river or wherever, wherever there's running water. All you do is you hold the intention that the water release any unwanted energy from your energetic field. And you don't, it doesn't have to take very long. It can take five seconds. Working with energy is all about working with intention. So you can do this for five seconds, 30 seconds, whatever feels comfortable and what works for you. So that's personal energy clearing technique number one. Number two. I love it. And that, you know, most of us shower every day. Yes, so exactly. and if, you, if you work out, you might shower twice a day. So, so imagining it going down the drain and taking all your excess stuff with it and anything that's not yours, that's beautiful and easy exactly. to do. It doesn't add any extra time to your day. It's something that you already do. And it's a technique that you can incorporate into your daily activities. Super easy. I love that one. I still do it. Yes. I did it this morning in the shower. <laughs> okay. And you know, anyone can learn that. You can teach that yeah. to kids and they would still love that. So any age, any time, beautiful. Exactly. Working with energy isn't complicated. It doesn't need a lot of stuff. This one, this, you know, the next technique that I'm going to talk about, it has stuff, but you can use stuff lying around in your house if you want to. Um, but this one, you know, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be really simple. Working with energy, again, is all about intention. So personal energy clearing technique number two is energy clearing with sound. So this technique, it does have tools, um, but if you have tools at your house, that works too. So some of the more metaphysical tools that you can use is a singing bowl. And in the picture, you can see three singing bowls. You can use a tuning fork, which I'm going to demonstrate with a tuning fork right away. You can use tinctures. So tinctures are those hand symbols that you see in the picture. And if you don't have any of these, you know, traditional metaphysical tools, you can use a bell. You can use two sticks. You can use a drum. You can use anything that has a sound that you enjoy that resonates with you, pun intended. Okay, <laughs> so what you do to do this energy clearing with sound. Again, all about intention. So this is one of my favorite tuning forks and it's just a small one that has a really nice um, like high-pitched uh, tune to it. And here is my uh, non-metaphysical everyday hockey puck. And this is what I use for sound clearing be because you can just use stuff that you have around your house. It doesn't have to be always metaphysical tools. So what you do is you would make the sound and you would hold the intention that the sound surrounding your body releases any unwanted energy from your energetic field. So I'm just gonna demonstrate, you strike your tuning fork. Maybe you can hear that. And you can just listen to it or you can move the sound around your body, anywhere on your body, and you can strike it as many times as you want. And again, just hold the intention of the sound releasing any unwanted energy from your energetic field. I also have a singing bowl here. The really nice thing about your singing bowl is there are two techniques that you can use with it. You can just strike it and hold the bowl, or you can move the bowl again um, around your body. And the other thing you can do with singing bowls is you can make it sing, which is why they're called singing bowls. And how you do that is you slowly and consistently run your mallet, which will usually come with your bowl, around the edge of the bowl. And then it'll keep singing usually. And you just hold the intention of the sound releasing any unwanted energy. The really nice thing about the singing bowl is when you're holding it in your hand, it has a really beautiful vibration in your hand that you can feel pretty much throughout your body. So they're wonderful sound healing tools. Mm -hmm. okay. so, so listening to it as well as holding it, you're getting 
um, double. Yeah. yeah. Like that extra bonus. So that's yeah. nice. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that's the second technique. The third personal energy clearing technique, which again does require a tool, but there are tools that you can use at home. If you don't happen to have any pendulums, um, handy is using a pendulum for energy clearing. And I'm going to demonstrate with this pendulum and this pendulum has a little bit of a story to it. This is the pendulum that I used for the first year after I discovered this energy clearing technique. I use it absolutely every single night. So before I went to bed, I would do this energy clearing technique with this pendulum. It took me a long time to find this pendulum because sometimes it can take a little while to find one that resonates with you that you're really attracted to. And that was my case, but now I have like 15 pendulums. So <laughs> this one kind of opened the pendulum floodgates for me. And what you do is you hold the pendulum. Now see, okay. So you hold the pendulum in your dominant hand above your non-dominant hand. And all you do is you hold the intention that the pendulum releases any unwanted energy from your energetic field. And for me, it doesn't have a lot to work on because <laughs> I, I used the I used the tuning forks and the singing bowl. And so my pendulum isn't moving a whole lot. So when you have energy to clear, your pendulum will move in a specific direction. And for me, it's a counterclockwise circle. It might be up and down. It might be side to side for you. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, but what you do is you hold your pendulum with the intention that it releases any unwanted energy. And then you ask it to stop when it's done. And for me, stopping when it's done is an up and down line. That's all there is to it. This is the most energetic of, and kind of most metaphysical of the three techniques that I am sharing. And I just wanted to share also that you can get a bonus um, working with the pendulums because a lot of pendulums come in uh, different types of crystals. And so I'm also a crystal healing facilitator. So again, this, um, this crystal is amethyst. And the bonus is that you can use crystals that whose metaphysical properties are known to help relieve anxiety. And yes, there are crystals that very much so help and relieve anxiety just with their energy frequency. And amethyst is one of them. So how amethyst helps relieve anxiety is by, at least for me, by bringing in joy. So when you bring in joy, it's hard to have a lot of anxiety when you're feeling joyful, right? And so that is how amethyst works for me. Another anxiety relieving crystal, and I happen to have another pendulum, and it is a lipidolite. It is another purple crystal, usually purple. And its metaphysical properties are really about emotional support. And so it helps anxiety in a different way. It'll help, um, it helps soothe and calm your emotions. And then another crystal that I recommend for anxiety relief is smoky quartz. And again, I have another pendulum <laughs> in smoky quartz. And I'm probably attracted to smoky quartz because that's the crystal that the energy healer Jan gave to me um, that basically started this journey for me. And um, what smoky quartz does is it's a very grounding and calming crystal all in itself. So um, just so you know, my amethyst crystal is on my headboard and my bed. My lipidolite crystal pendulum is in my purse. And so it goes everywhere with me when I leave my house. And my smoky quartz pendulum is um, on my desk here in my video studio. And so whenever I come down to work, um, it's here too. So those are some crystals that you can use for using your pendulum and for personal energy clearing techniques. If you don't have a crystal pendulum, you can use a necklace with a ring on it. It's very simple. It doesn't have to be metaphysical. It can just be like normal everyday things that you have in your house, anything that is a string with a weight on it. I had one workshop uh, participant tell me that he made a pendulum out of floss and a peanut. <laughs> it worked for him. Very <laughs> clever. <laughs> Very it, clever. Totally is. So you don't have to go to a metaphysical store. You don't have to find a crystal pendulum. You can just make a pendulum with a string and a weight on it, whatever works for you. 
And I like that. Yeah, I like that. And you said you were you were um, skeptical in the beginning, thought this was way too woo woo. You know, if people just tried it out and just kind of kept kept the thought in their mind, I'm just going to try it for two or three days, keep this grounding stone in my rock or hold it at night, um, put it put it right under your pillow or whatever. And then they can see the difference for themselves and know that, hey, there's something to this. Exactly. You don't know until you try. And that was something that really, that really was a loud message to me as a scientific skeptic. (laughs) So a lot of people are like, how do you reconcile the science part of your life with the metaphysical part of your life? I've had this question many, many, many times asked me. And I said, because there is more to life than what our scientific measurements and techniques and you know technology can answer for us and so it helps to have an open mind and that was something that i learned i've learned throughout this journey for sure mm-hmm. that's excellent i i think that um getting our mind wrapped around anxiety and the ways that stress affects us in particular is all really really important and sometimes we need many different tools some that we might try one particular year really it resonates with us and another year we might put that one aside and be all in on another one and that's okay as long as people are looking at the options for managing their own energy because we are more in charge and have more power than we think right exactly exactly it's all about adding tools to your energetic self-care toolbox. And what I like to recommend to people is when you find a new technique and you try it out, write it down. <laughs> like have a place where you collect and and write down your energetic self-care, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, techniques mm-hmm. so that you can go back to them later because you might find that a technique doesn't work for you anymore, but it might not work for you because you don't need it anymore and you need another level. And so then you would find another technique. I wanted to share that this that that this pendulum, this amethyst pendulum, when I started working with it every night, I finally was be able to sleep through the night. I During the stage of energetic overwhelm, I had extreme insomnia and I would wake up two, three, four times during the night. I had a hard time falling asleep. And when I did, I would wake up. And when I started working with the pendulum every night before bed, and like, it takes two minutes. It does. It's not that long. Um, I just had to remember to do it. And all I did was put it on my headboard. Um, I finally started to, to sleep. And that is something that you can actually see that you can measure that is helping you when you incorporate these techniques into your life. Mm-hmm. That's really important. People have to have good sleep. They have to feel rested. Otherwise, that uh, stress and anxiety can really take its toll. And when you're exhausted, your mind really goes into crazy places. You know, the whole what ifs and the fears and the ruminating um, and all of that thinking, even though you're not maybe physically active, is totally draining your system. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're going to move on to my next anxiety relief energy-based technique and that is a combination of breath work and mantra so this is a little bit more mental energy than it is you know spiritual energy or you know personal energetic field it's a little bit more physical and and mental as well so what is it it's the intentional deep breathing while reciting a two-word mantra in your mind And so how this helps is the breath work triggers a switch from your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight nervous system, to your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. And I'm sure there are other people who are going to go in much more depth about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems in the summit. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But the mantra recitation helps calm your racing mind and focus it down to just two words. And so I have three mantras, three two-word mantras that I use, and they do a little bit different things. 
So the first one is just be. So what I would do for this mantra is I breathe in with the just and I breathe out with the be. And what it does is it helps to center your thoughts, giving focus to just these two words rather than all of the chaotic and racing thoughts through your mind. And what it also does is it helps bring you back to the present moment, moment, being mindful of the here and now. So mindfulness is another wonderful technique that helps with anxiety. And this just be breathwork and mantra helps with being mindful. The second breathwork and mantra technique that I have, the two words are deep breath. This one is a little bit different. This is a little bit more physical. So if you are a grounded in the physical type of person, this might be the mantra for you. I breathe in with the word deep and I breathe out with the word breath. And what this does is it triggers diaphragmatic or belly breathing, which is known to reduce blood pressure and heart rate, and it helps the body to relax. So what I mean by deep breath is I don't mean a really big breath. I mean a low into your abdomen breath. So you want to breathe into your lower belly. So by deep, I mean low, but deep just is a better word for me. So that's the one that I use for this one. Just so you know, this deep breath mantra may result in yawning. And that is totally fine. That's perfect. It's wonderful because yawning is a sign of your body switching to the parasympathetic or rest and digest nervous system. So usually anytime I do this mantra, anytime I do the next exercise, which I'm going to get to right away, anytime I do meditation and I start breathing into my lower belly, I will yawn. And I always think this is a wonderful thing because it is a physical representation. It's a physical sign that your nervous system is switching. So in case you yawn, when you do this, it is wonderful. Just like that deep breath. <laughs> the third. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Let's pause for a second. Um, with the deep breathing part, I really love it because um, sometimes we don't slow down enough or long enough to realize how tired we are and how much rest we need. If we've been going and going all day, then we get into bed and it's just like, bam, on the pillow. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to fall asleep, right? Yeah. So that yawning is really um, a really good thing. It, it not only shows you that you're um, maybe bone tired and, and have some exhaustion in there, but it also means energy's moving, right? You're moving some of that stuck or just not smoothed out you know, energy. So it's really good. Yeah. I actually use the lower belly breathing to, to trigger a parasympathetic nervous system switch. So, um, because of my, because of my back injury and being, I basically laid down in the car for a year, um, because I couldn't, I couldn't sit up and I couldn't be in the car and my partner chauffeured me around with me laying in the back. Um, I got a lot of anxiety being in a car um because car the cars that were like oncoming or cars behind or even cars in front were just too close to me my my you know comfort zone had gotten so my boundaries my comfort zone boundaries had gotten so big that i couldn't handle seeing cars too close um so what i do in the car now is i will consciously breathe into my lower belly and I'll usually yawn, <laughs> but I will also calm down. So it does reduce my heart rate and it helps with my car anxiety because um, it it became a thing, <laughs> it became a big thing for me. So yeah, the deep breath is a really, really helpful mantra. Okay, we're gonna get to our third mantra, which is just relax. So for this one, I breathe in on the just and I breathe out on the relax and what it does is it helps the body to be aware of and release tension. So what can happen when you are under extreme anxiety most of the time, so chronic anxiety, is you're no longer aware of the tension in your muscles. And what this mantra does is it helps you to become re-aware of that tension. And what I do during this mantra is I focus on systematically releasing tension 
from one body part to another. And you can do it any way that works for you. You can do it from the ground up. So you can do it from your feet to your head, your head to your feet, or you can focus on a body part that you know holds tension. Like for me, my body parts that hold tension are my shoulders and my jaw pretty much all the time. <laughs> and, and so during this mantra, um, breath work and mantra, what I'll do sometimes is just focus on relaxing my shoulders with each exhalation. And that I found is quite helpful. So I want to share one more slide about how to use the breath and mantras. And like what I say for almost everything, energetic, metaphysical, do whatever works best for you. So some suggestions might be to repeat one mantra for an extended time. So if you feel like you need some help being mindful, you could do the just be mantra and repeat that in your head. You can use a combination of mantras and cycle through them. So maybe you want to go, you want to do all three of them in a row. And sometimes what that can do is it can really help um, calm your mind from other um, your chaotic thoughts because it takes a little bit more concentration to remember the three mantras in a row. Um, you can do these breathwork and mantra exercises in any position. Eyes open, eyes closed. This is a beautiful picture of a woman in lotus position, but you can do it in the car if you're not moving. You can do it sitting on your couch. You can do it sitting outside. You can do it standing up, maybe waiting in a line um, at the grocery store, whatever, whatever works best for you. You can do these exercises anytime, anywhere, any place. You need to calm your mind and become more present. Okay, moving on to our last, at least my last, energy-based anxiety relief technique, which is energy relaxation meditation. I know a lot of people can, you know, pause at the word meditation and think meditation is really hard, but um, especially when you're anxious, because it's really hard to calm your mind. But I find that this energy relaxation technique is actually really helpful for calming your mind as well, because of the way that we do it. So what it is, it's a practical technique that relaxes both the physical body and your energy channels, allowing fresh energy to clear and fill your energy reserves. And so how it helps is the more you practice it, the easier it is to release tension in your physical body and calm your racing mind. And eventually it just becomes automatic when you start this meditation your mind automatically calms. It's like um, classical conditioning. <laughs> it's wonderful. So it also helps you to master and increase your personal energy by allowing you to tap into source or universal, whatever word works best for you. So I call it source energy through relaxation. So now we're going to talk about how to do it. And I want to share that this is not originally my work. This is a technique that I learned from Sarah McCrum in her book, Energy on Demand. And I am eternally grateful for having found this book and learned from Sarah's technique because it has been life-changing for me. So the first thing you want to do is you want to sit or lie down in a comfortable position with your eyes closed. So yes, this is kind of a traditional meditation in that you actually want to have your eyes closed while you do it, but you can sit anywhere. You can lie down anywhere. It doesn't matter. Just be, you know, put your physical body in a comfortable place. You want to, again, begin to breathe deep into your lower belly. So this is kind of where the deep breath mantra comes in. It's about breathing lower into your belly instead of up in your chest. And you don't have to breathe, you know, you don't have to take big breaths. You just have to refocus where you put the air and that's into your lower belly. And the next thing you want to do after you've started breathing into your lower belly is allow any heavy energy you might be holding to leave your body and drop into the surface that you're lying on and then deep into the earth below you. So that's a lot of instructions, especially if you're not familiar with what is heavy energy. Um, really working with energy is all about intention. And so when I say allow any heavy energy you might be holding to leave your body, you just kind of intend that anything that you don't, 
any energy that you don't want to hold on to anymore, anything that feels heavy, might be emotional, might be mental energy. You just want to let go and you give it a direction to go to. So you want it to go down. You want it to go down into the surface you're lying on and into the earth because this is going to also ground your energy while you do the meditation. The next thing you want to do is systematically release the tension from your body. And to start, I always start from the feet up. It's just the way that works best for me. And I have this note in my slide that says, if you don't know how to relax, focus on one body part and imagine you soften, open, and expand its muscles and tissue. The reason why this is here is because when I started this exercise, I could not physically relax my muscles, the muscles in my body. I, I couldn't do it with thought. Like I, I, I physically could not relax my muscles. And so I don't mean to be derogatory. I don't mean to be offensive. It's just, I did not know how to relax when I started this meditation. And so in Sarah's book and in the audio recordings that come with, she helps you to release your muscles and tissue by, by imagining that they soften, open, and expand. And it's another way of thinking of what relaxation actually is without actually saying relax. Because when you're stressed out and somebody tells you just relax, it doesn't help. <laughs> so it's true. It about, feels annoying. It does. <laughs> it does. And, and sometimes you don't realize how tense you are until someone puts their hands on your shoulders and then you're like, oh, and it just, you know, that pushing down, you just realize, wow. And you can build like that in life and be really, really tense. I mean, even just an ordinary day, say sitting at the computer, whatever you're worrying about, your shoulders just get up and up and up and your jaw gets tight. Next thing you know, you're like, I gotta go for a walk and bring everything down. So this is this is perfect because uh, we need that brought to our attention or it sneaks up, sneaks yeah. up. And the soften, open and expand cue is a way that will relax your muscles without thinking about relax. like the word relax. So sometimes when I'm doing this exercise, instead of, instead of going on to the next stage, which is move up your body part, body part by body part at a comfortable pace. Um, I do this all in my head, right? So I say, I say in my head, relax your feet, relax your ankles, relax your lower legs. And sometimes instead of saying relax, I'll just say expand. Mm -hmm. And that will help relax those muscles as well. So would choose whatever word works best for you, whether it's relax or expand, but that's, this is how I do it. Um, so when I say at a comfortable pace, that's usually how specific a body part am I working on? So sometimes if I want to go a little bit faster, I'll use just, you know, kind of bigger body parts and I'll say my feet, my lower legs, my upper legs, my lower torso, my upper torso, my shoulders, my arms, my head, really fast, right? And if I want to go at a slower pace and spend a little bit more time doing it, I'll be a little bit more specific. So I'll say, relax your toes, your feet, your heels, ankles, Achilles, and go up one smaller body part at a time. So it depends whatever pace you want to work at. So just some tips while doing this exercise. If you reach a particular, particularly tense body part, you can stay there a little longer, but you don't worry. You don't have to worry if it doesn't relax all the way. You just relax as much as you can and then move on. Like for me, I can't get my shoulders to relax to, you know, a hundred percent. I don't, I have to have a serious massage in order to get them to relax a lot, but I'll just relax them maybe you know, 10%, maybe 15% from what they were, and then move on to the next part. So you don't have to worry if something doesn't relax all the way. And again, throughout your systematic body relaxation, you want to keep breathing into your lower belly. And again, that's to keep your parasympathetic or rest and digest nerve system going. So when you've reached and relaxed all the muscles of your head, then you can work on relaxing your mind. And how you do that is you quiet your mind and allow any thoughts that arise 
to float out of your mind. This is a visualization technique. So you can kind of picture your thoughts as maybe bubbles. And, and each thought is a different bubble. And as the bubble comes up, you can just let it rise right out of your head. And if your mind isn't calm yet, after spending the time relaxing your body, body part by body part, again, it can help to focus. Um, it can help to focus on your lower be belly breathing again. And pretty sure this is last. Once you have reached the state where your body is relaxed and your mind is relaxed, you can allow your body and mind to stay in this relaxed state for as long as you feel comfortable. So this might be, you know, a minute after, it might be five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, whatever works best for you. So those are my three energy-based techniques for anxiety relief and also what I used to reduce energetic overwhelm. And I just want to recap them really quick before we finish. The first technique is personal energy clearing. And I shared three specific techniques to do that, clearing with water, sound, or a pendulum. The second technique I covered was breathwork and mantra combination. And I shared three two-word mantras, those being just be, deep breath, and just relax. And the third was an energy relaxation meditation, which helps to relax both the physical body and your energy channels, allowing fresh energy in. So last thing I want to talk about before I finish today is if you'd like to learn more about additional energy-based techniques for anxiety relief or even energetic overwhelm and how to bring back balance and calm, if you want to learn more about energy empowerment for intuitives, empaths, and energetic sensitives, or if you want to learn more about crystals, one of my favorite subjects, um, crystals that help with anxiety relief and other ways they can help you. Or lastly, how discovering and embodying your soul purpose can bring you more joy, peace, and fulfillment. Because I want to share that when I stepped into fully being the intuitive empath that I was and stepping in to embodying my soul purpose, that is when my back pain started to heal and it went away. And not only that, but it brought me more joy, peace, and fulfillment. So if you want to learn any more on any of these topics, then I invite you to take our What Metaphysical Archetype Are You quiz, which you can find on our website at metaphysical.school. Because your metaphysical archetype reveals the path to your soul purpose, and choosing to progress along that path and embody your soul purpose empowers you to experience more joy, peace, and fulfillment in your life. So if you go to our website, metaphysical.school, the second element on the page is the quiz, and you can take the quiz to discover the path to your soul purpose. And that is my presentation. That's a wrap, they say. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tina. That was some good information in there. I am excited to try several of those. They're so simple. I know I can put quite a few of them to work. What, what I really like that you said there in the last little bit was just try to relax maybe 5% or 10%. And then maybe just for the next five minutes or the next hour, or maybe you've had that ability to relax for a whole day. That is going to be powerful. You know, we're, we're, yeah, we're Every, not. Everything is progression. And yeah. even relaxing, learning to relax is a progression because like I said, I could not relax my physical body after the after the year and a half of chronic back pain, after, you know, all of the issues that came with that and all the anxiety and the mental stress, the physical stress, I could not relax my body anymore. And so the energy relaxation meditation was really a wonderful first step for me to learn how to relax my physical body. And it has the wonderful added bonus of also helping bring in more energy. So if you, you know, that's the energy-based part of it is that when, when you relax your physical body and your energy channels, which happens during meditation naturally, fresh energy is free to come in. Mm -hmm. And so that's how- And I love that yeah. because we want, we want fresh energy. Sometimes with anxiety, we think that, oh, all of this extra energy really powers us up so we can get a lot done during the day. We can clean house like 
a crazy person, we can actually do a lot. And so we think that that's a good state to be in and empowering, but it, there's a lot of negative, th ne negative things along with that. So having our energy smooth and having the energy rise, like you said, and be more clear means you're still going to have the energy, but it's going to be really useful. It's, it's going to be just way more beneficial mentally, emotionally, and physically. 100% agree. Thank you so much again, Tina. It's been a pleasure talking with you. You too, Laura. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I loved the points Laura brought up about how we often don't even realize how tired we are and how much rest we need, especially when we're in a state of anxiety. Also, how we often don't realize how tense we are until someone puts their hands on our shoulders and we notice how much tension we're holding. I love that she pointed out how with these energy-based techniques, we can get our energy moving and unstuck from where it might have accumulated. She had some great insights into the techniques that I shared, and I hope you liked them too. If you're interested in learning more from some of the other 26 speakers who shared their experiences and solutions for you to transform your anxiety and create more peace, joy, ease, and success in your life, the Anxiety Relief Summit is currently still available for purchase through Laura's website at lauralevitt.ca slash summit. I'll include her website in the show description to make it easy to find. Also in the show description, I'll share where you can find our metaphysical archetype quiz, which I included as a gift for the summit, so you too can discover the path to your soul purpose as a healer, seeker, mystic, or seer, which is another powerful way you can experience more joy, peace, and fulfillment in all aspects of your life. And with that, I'd like to conclude this episode of Metaphysical Musings by giving gratitude. Thank you so much to Laura for inviting me to speak in her Anxiety Relief Summit. It was so wonderful to meet her and to share my favorite energy-based techniques for anxiety relief and reducing energetic overwhelm. And thank you for joining me in watching or listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to sharing more of my musings with you in upcoming episodes. Bye for now.